thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. You're listening to The Healthy Shift Worker with your host, Audra Starkey. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Shift Worker podcast. My name is Audrey Starkey and I'm here to help you to manage some of the toughest challenges we face whilst working 24-7. Today's topic is going to be a little different and possibly something that you may have never thought about before and what I'm referring to is being grateful for your current shift working job. Now you might be thinking, I can't believe she's even suggested such a thing. Has Audra really ever worked shift work before? Does she know that I work these ridiculous shifts, 3am starts, midnight finishes or worse still, the dreaded night shifts? So how on earth can I be grateful for that? Well, I promise if you just stick with me here, you will begin to realise that yes, you can be grateful for certain aspects of your life, including your shift working job, no matter how you're feeling right now. And this simple act of gratitude has the potential to change the direction of your life. But to talk more about this in depth, I've invited a lady on the show who personifies these simple acts of gratitude every single day. Her name is Leonie Waterhouse, and yes, she does work 24-7 and has done so for many, many years. Leonie is a customer service agent for Qantas at Brisbane Airport. She's also a mother of twins and recently became a grandmother for the first time with the birth of her granddaughter, Tasman. So I'd like to give a warm, healthy shift worker welcome to Leonie. Hello, Audra, and thank you for having me. You're welcome. It's great to actually have you here, and welcome to my house too, because you're sitting inside my house at the moment doing this interview, which is very cool, after you got a little bit lost, um, I believe, so, but, but you made it here, so that's, that's really, really good. Now, I'm really looking forward to chatting with you today, because just as I mentioned, you know, you, you live your life as though you do have so much to be grateful for, which is a real credit to you, because our natural tendency is to notice and focus on all of the bad things which are happening to us each day, and that's by no means taking away all of the bad stuff that does happen to us, because it does. But if we continue to focus all of our energy on these things, and even worse still, drag this baggage with us, For the rest of our lives, it's certainly not a great way to live. Would you agree with this, Leonie? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Now, of course, I want to reiterate that I'm not talking about having a Pollyanna-style personality where you're excessively cheerful and walking around as though everything is wonderful. That's just not realistic. It's more about changing our perspective on things a little so that we're able to focus more on the positive as opposed to the negative. So to kickstart this interview off today, I want to hear more about you, Leonie. How did you get started in your shift working career? How many years have you worked as a shift worker um, and so forth? I'm just, I'm fascinated. Thanks, Audra. Um, I started my shift working career with ANSET. So I started that in Sydney at um, the International Terminal and I did quite a few years there as shift work before I fell pregnant and had my twins. So uh, to be uh, a little bit easier on myself, I did do some day work uh, for a few years. And um, and then I moved to Brisbane and uh, missed the airport environment and the shift work environment. So um, I transferred to ANSET at the um, Brisbane airport. So I worked for many years at ANSET doing the shift work, um, very early starts and late finishes, um, 24-7. And um, it, it does 
get hard on your body, but um, I loved I loved the energy of the airport. I loved the energy of the shift work. Uh, it was constantly changing, and um, and then ANSET collapsed. I did a few other jobs, and then I moved into Qantas and went straight back into the shift work at Qantas. So um, I have been doing shift work for many years for for um, both airlines. Well, it sounds like you kind of keep gravitating back to the shift work environment. It sort of keeps pulling you in. Yes, it does because I love the variety. Every day is different and I just couldn't imagine going to a day job and sitting in the same desk, looking out the same window. Um, I get to meet different people every day and every day is a new day. So it's challenging and it's exciting and and there's variety and I just think the variety of the work and the variety of the hours um, keeps you on your toes and challenges you and that's how I find I've grown, just through those challenges and um, and you get to see beautiful sunrises on the way to work and sunsets and full moons and pitch black and dark clouds and it's just you just get to see nature and it's just fantastic yeah so when everyone else is sound asleep tucked in the bed you know you're you're seeing some pretty amazing stuff um you know whether it's as you said the sunrise or the sunset so yeah I love that you look at that um that positive part of it as opposed to oh my gosh I can't believe I'm here at four o'clock in the morning but, Leonie, I just wanted to touch on something before. Obviously, th- um, throughout your shift working career, though, um, I guess outside of work, you would have had other challenges and that going on as well. And I, and, but yet you still managed to keep coming in and working and, and with a smile and so forth. So, you know, how have you managed to do that? Because I, I guess I just don't want the listeners to, to sort of think that, you know, you've got this perfect life and everything wonderful has happened, although I'm going to touch on ANSET shortly. Um, no doubt you're like um, probably one of the many listeners out here that have had so much going on personally, but you still managed just to, just to forge ahead and and, and remain positive and, and that's very ad- ad- admirable trait that you've got. Yes, at times, you know, we do have um, struggles and, and I have had mine and, um, you know, I've had um, my marriage break down and not long after my mother passed away but I found work to be a great comfort and um, because it's such a dynamic environment you you can get lost in your work and you you have an opportunity to not think about the negative so you know and it's such a, a positive environment because it's like a family when you do shift work you have people around you that um you might be eating breakfast at five in the morning or dinner at eight o'clock at night and you, you're sitting with these people and they become very close to you and so work work is very important part of of my life, and the shift work um, gave me an opportunity to to take away my problems for eight to ten hours, twelve hours, and I'm paid to do a job, and it was a job I loved. So, um, and I also remember everyone has struggles, so we just can't bring our problems to work, and. If you just keep thinking of the positive things in your life or just pick one good thing out of your day, and that's what gets me through. That's what gets me through life, just just 
thinking of the positives and and there's so many positives about the people we work with because they're in the same situation you know there's so many people who have you know um disabled children or um difficult situations with their parents um so we've just got to be grateful for for a start having a job and having a job that has variety and it's um that's just how I get through it it's just being positive and and every day is different I'm not waking up thinking oh I'm going to that same desk you know the same hours the same bus route um the same traffic um because to me that's very boring and it so doesn't challenge me and i think that's where people get stagnant and and don't grow so um whilst it's hard the shift work is hard there's no denying it um i find it works for me and it's made me a better person love that that was yeah that was that was really quite inspiring Leonie and thank you so much for sharing a, a little bit about of your personal stuff too so we um, you mentioned earlier that you worked for ANSET um, Australia's second largest airline at the time before it collapsed in 2001 what was it like working for ANSET and how did it feel when like 16,000 other people in Australia lost you know lost their job so how did that affect you um well, that, at that time, um, it was devastating, absolutely devastating, because I hadn't actually experienced any loss in my life at that stage. Um, both my parents were alive, you know, I had a happy marriage at the time. Um, I hadn't experienced any real pain at all. And so when ANSET collapsed, we, we were a family. Um, the shift work had bonded us, the industry had bonded us, we were typically the underdog, as Anne said. We, we were the underdog to Qantas. So we had this camaraderie that um, bonded us together and we always wanted to be better. So when we, when we lost Anset, um, I felt like it was a death. It, it was really a terrible time. I felt I lost my identity. Um, and people did commit suicide. You know, lives were lost. So it... It was just um, the most devastating thing that had happened to me um, and to many others and and many still haven't recovered. Um, But, um, you know, you've got to pick yourself up and move on and um, I still had a lot to be grateful for. I had two healthy children and, you know, lots of great friends and family. So I picked myself up but... um, We're still a big family today. We still have reunions and um, they're just an amazing group of people. And and I had the opportunity to work in many areas of ANSET. I was a secretary in freight, customer service at the airport. I was in reservations. I was a travel consultant. I worked in the Golden Wing Lounge. So I I had many jobs, many facets of ANSET that I was proud of. so it it was um, all encompassing, and it 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 was my identity. I, I wasn't the mother. I wasn't the wife. I I was a proud employee. So it yeah, but you know we all get get over things and move on, and um, you know life goes on, and I'm really happy and grateful that I was able to score another shift work position at Qantas. 
Yeah, that's um, that's that's really fascinating, and and as you said, it unfortunately it did affect people in different ways, and but it's really lovely to hear that you're still very much in contact with some of the ANSET buddies, as I am myself. Uh, one in particular, I'm I kind of catch up with her every two or three weeks, which is which is really good because when we do work shift work our colleagues do and you've already mentioned it do become like family because we we spend these christmas holidays public holidays or these holidays together um when other our nine to five shift um cousins that i like to refer to them uh you know probably at home you know spending quality time together yet we're spending that quality time with our workmates but that is the beauty of of working shift work is that they you know in a different kind of way become like family as well so that's nice that you brought that up so I've actually noticed that you have certainly grown and changed over the years Leone um that you're some definitely someone now that is incredibly vibrant and loves life can you put it down to any one thing like did you go to a particular seminar did you read a particular book at the time um, that absolutely resonated with you? Have you been working with a coach or mentor or perhaps a really good friend? Is there? Can you put it down to any one thing or maybe two things that sort of have helped you transition it on this journey? Yes, there's uh, there's been a number of um, positive influences in my life. Um, um, I was at my lowest point when ANSET collapsed and then... Um, as I said, I picked myself up and then my marriage collapsed and not long after my mother passed away. So I'd hit another low spot and I had I had good friends around at the time who were quite spiritual and very positive and um, I managed to uh, do a course called Wildly Wealthy Women and I was... Um, caught up in the exuberance and passion and dynamic attitude of the two women that ran this course. And one was into the spiritual, believe it and it will happen, and the other one was more into the how to make money, real estate, and the two combined were a great, great uh, team. So I got involved in that and that lifted me up and made me believe I could do anything. And um, so that that was wonderful and I did actually buy and sell some real estate and made money and I, I don't know how I did that because no bank would loan me any money and I ended up finding a broker and she she really um, went out on all limbs to, to let me borrow some money. So anyway, I made some money which was really great. So then I got my confidence back and felt that I can do anything and... Then I was reading posts every day. I got emails every day from this man called Ralph Marston and he does positive quotes. So anytime I felt low, I would open up my email and read his quotes. In fact, I made my own book of his quotes and every night I'd go to bed and I would read something positive and something that would tell me I could do it. So... um, I also had um, counselling um, because I was struggling not being a wife and um, being separated, the family unit being being broken up. So I had counselling um, and everywhere I could, I would seek out someone to help me, whether it was friends or, um, as I say, these daily quotes um, and Oprah 
I love Oprah. I think she is absolutely positive and out there and she's started off um, behind the eight ball. And I just look at people who who have uh, come from nowhere, so to speak, and have made something of themselves. And so I always try to be surrounded by positive people and colour. I love colour. Colour brings joy and... And um, I've got two girlfriends and we have these silly days where we go and do silly photo shoots and just laugh and we dress up and we do things like ride push bikes down the main street of Caloundra or stand on the side of a hill in Indian saris and wave at the traffic or wear khaki outfits to Australia Zoo and take photos and just generally be silly. Um, and I've known these two women since I was in grade four. So uh, they they bring me joy. So um, I want to laugh and I love laughing and I just love being around people. So I think if you, ever you're down, just look for something positive, be it a, a quote or a book or a Louise Hay quote. Um, so that's what's got me through. It's, it's a number of things um, and it's, you know, just... My children, I look at my children and I think, wow, how lucky am I? So if I ever feel a little bit down, I give myself a slap and say, pull myself up. So, <laughs> so that's how, that's how I, I've got through and, and that's why I'm grateful because I've got so many good people in my life and, and I'm also grateful that I've found the strength to do it. I think if you, if you can find strength and hang in there there is light at the end of the tunnel there always is and so I'm, I'm grateful that I've got strength and I've got I've got I'm grateful for my job um, so there's many things and there's always someone worse off than us so that's how I see it you know um, and um, you know I've traveled a lot and I've been to some terribly poor countries and I've been to orphanages overseas so it's you know life here is just fantastic even on our bad days it's fantastic. That's um, that's marvellous and uh, when you mentioned that wildly wealthy women fast conference Leonie I, I actually think I've been to one of those myself that's by Sandy Forster is that right? Yes, yes Sandy Forster and Dimna Boholt. <laughs> Oh, okay. No, I don't know the second name, but uh, yeah, possibly at some point in time. Um, yeah, I do remember going to see Sandy and her story was inspiring because, yeah, she'd kind of lost everything and now she's kind of just turned her life around and she's a incredibly successful um, lady and, um, yeah, so, wow, there we go. So we might have actually been in a conference room together at some point, although we were actually just on the weekend a few um, – last weekend we ended up going to a conference together, which was pretty good as well. So fantastic. And you're also talking about colour. I have seen a couple of pictures of you with your Thelma and Louise-style friend <laughs> getting up to all sorts of mischief, um, you know, wearing all sorts of colourful outfits and that and getting your photos taken. That's actually a really good idea. It, it is a great idea and we're, we're blessed because one of our friends is the photographer. So so she is a professional photographer and um, we put our heads together and decide to come up with these days. So, um, yes, it is dress up and all sorts of outfits and we've been in shopping trolleys in supermarkets and 
Yes, we've we've got many many good photos and no alcohol involved. It's all <laughs> pure laughter, and um, just entertaining the public. It's uh, it just brings laughter to everyone. So there are little days where we um, our gems, and you're capturing them too, so that you can remember them forever. That's great, fantastic. Well. I guess a little slight change of pace, but so what's been the biggest lesson you've learned throughout your shift working career? I guess uh, probably time. Time is it's a very difficult thing to juggle um, for me personally speaking because I was finding that because I was working such odd hours and I was working when others were asleep, I would come home and then continue working and... Um, you know, I'd have all these hours in the day where I would think, okay, I can do this washing and visit this person and do this favour for a friend and then, you know, you suddenly your day's filled up and you haven't had a rest and, and then you're tired. So I've just found that if if I don't stop and be kind to myself, uh, the shift work can be very, very tiring and, and you can end up, you know, sort of falling on the wayside and becoming ill. So I've just learnt to say no um, to some people and to some things and to some invitations. So um, the the biggest lesson I've learnt for shift work is to manage your time and get the most out of your life but not necessarily um, having the busiest day. So it's it's hard on our bodies but we, we've got to rest. So most afternoons now I... have a a lie down. I don't necessarily sleep, but I have a lie down and I might read for a little bit. Um, That's if I'm on morning shift. Um, If I'm on afternoon, evening shift, um, I'll have a little sleep in. I'll take a cup of coffee back to bed. Um, Might go for a walk. Um, Just potter around and so that I'm not burnt out for my afternoon shift. Um, But it is difficult when you've got small children because you're against the clock. But... One of the biggest things I've learnt in the last few years is that no matter what your age is, you have to look after yourself. So be kind to yourself because generally no one else in the family is doing the shift work. So it's just a matter of managing your time and uh, looking after yourself first and, and then you'll be a happier, brighter person for everyone else. I really like that, Leonie. It's, it's basically concentrating on self-care and and putting a big focus on that because as you've already said you know and we we know obviously that shift work is an incredibly tough occupation and it does affect us physically mentally emotionally on so many levels um and you know even down to our actual biochemistry because sleep deprivation disrupts so many of our hormones um our makes us prone to metabolic syndrome um, it messes with our metabolism. It does so much. And it also puts us in this uh, what we call sympathetic dominance mode or the fight or flight as if we're constantly getting chased by a wild lion, but we, we're not. Um, we're just getting up at three in the morning going into work, but the body doesn't know it any differently. So we are actually, when we're working shift work, walking around already stressed. Um, like our, our body is already stressed. So it, it it's even more important more so important that we we take very good care of ourselves and do what you're saying is yeah managing your time well because that helps eliminate a stressful factor and um, you're also mentioning about the nap 
too. So, I mean, it's funny, I've been talking to quite a few people this week and the napping just keeps coming up every single time. Everyone's loving their nana naps and so forth, which is, yeah. And, you know, and again, the research does say that, you know, napping can help restore our cognitive uh, um, function um, and help us to, um, you know, improve our memory and, and make us more alert and so forth. We do need it because we're not naturally nocturnal animals we are diurnal which means that we meant to be you know walking around in the day so i think that's really good advice that you just shared with us then leone thank you very much so just a slight change of topic actually um i know when it comes to traveling you're a big fan having visited an array of different places around the world and you seem to put your hand up to any type of experience that comes your way. So what's been the best experience or destination that you've ever done? Um, or and I guess in your eyes, something that would you would define as being on your bucket list, a must-do? Um, well, I, I guess um, I would have to say India would be my most diverse, interesting, fascinating destination. The history, um, the Taj Mahal is just stunning. Um, the story behind it, the love story behind it, the the people who built it over many years, the deaths that occurred as a result of bu- building it, um, the the sad family story. There's so much involved in that one incredible monument to love, and the people of India, um, they're fascinating. It's it's crazy busy insane that we could not ever imagine happening in our country but so many have nothing yet in ways they have everything they have their faith they have um, kindness Um, it's just an absolutely fascinating country full of colour and history and people from all walks of life Uh, so that that's probably my my biggest um, journey that I've had, very spiritual. Um, I, I went with two very close friends who are very spiritual, so it was very special to me to share that with them. Um, so much I loved about India, the people, the food, the colour. So, uh, yes, I've been to many places. Bali's another favourite, uh, and the people there are also beautiful. But yes, I'm I'm up for an adventure. I'm going to Vietnam next, and so I I have an affinity with people who are disadvantaged because um, it, it's another um, dimension to life that we don't experience, and it's another reason for me to be grateful for what I have. So um, yeah, India's my top list. Wow, thank you um, for sharing that, Leonie. I actually haven't been to India before, so I'll have to actually add it to my list of destinations. And and I know after seeing a couple of your crazy photos and the antics that you got up to over in India, uh, it, yeah, it certainly looks like an incredibly fascinating destination. As you were saying, it's you know all different types of life and um, and so forth. And I and I actually do have a good friend um, by the name of Wendy. I'll do a little bit of a shout out to Wendy if you're listening, um, but she because she is from India and actually I think she's in India as we speak as I'm doing this podcast but yeah she's a a, um, a good friend of mine and she loves life 
Actually, she's a very effervescent lady. I think you two would actually get on quite well now that I come to think of it, actually. Yeah, I really do. I think you should meet one day. So, yeah. But anyway, so thank you so very much for joining me today, Leonie. It's It's been um, really good to get your insight from, you know, somebody that has, has worked shift work, dare I say, longer than I have, <laughs> even though I've done quite a few years. But it's just great to get a different insight from somebody because we have, we all go through these different sort of life experiences and it's you know it it always comes down to our perception of of things that happen to us and and then how we react to it um, which is going to determine where we go um, moving forward but it's been great to to hear your story so thank you so very much for coming into the onto the show today Thank you, Audra. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Great. Well, so that's it for today's edition of the Healthy Shift Worker podcast. I'd love to hear your feedback and there are many ways you can do this via my Facebook page, The Healthy Shift Worker, through my website, healthyshiftworker.com, or you can visit The Wellness Couch at thewellnesscouch.com and leave a comment there. If you enjoyed the show, please feel free to share it with other shift workers who you think may benefit and you can also leave us a five-star rating in the iTunes store which will help me to spread the healthy shift worker message to shift workers and organisations all around the world. If you'd like access to more free resources including my newsletter, just visit my website healthyshiftworker.com and enter your name and email address. Thank you so very much for tuning in and listening. Until next time, may you continue to be as healthy as you possibly can be despite working 24-7. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.